Hi. Hi. I'm Kristen. I'm Alex. And welcome to E for Effort. Ta-da. Woohoo, we did it. Episode 14. Wow. Guys. Double digits. Double digits. We almost have 900 downloads, guys. Like, Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. And if you're a ride or die from day one, really thank Mad you. Mad props to Actually, you. Actually, if you're a ride or die from, from day one, this is a little shout out to you. This episode is for you. Yeah, this is dedicated to Y-O-U. This is our love song to you. <laughs> you're welcome. Just sit back and let us talk serenade you. Yes. We are dulcet tones. Love it. And our super annoying accents. Yep. And listen to me say, oh my God, like 100%, 8,000 times. I actually got called out for using the word legit too many times last episode. Too legit. Too legit to quit. That's how I feel about it. I'm never going to stop saying it. Sorry. Sorry. I can't. He did it with love. Honestly, though, like, uh, here's the thing. This is how we talk. Like, if you talk to me in real life, I say 100% or listen or like a thousand times. You can ask my husband. Mm -hmm. Every time I say like, he gives me a look because I'm trying to stop doing it. We're millennials. Yeah. To be more specific, we are – if you look the word basic up in a dictionary, it is us. We like shows on Bravo, The Bachelor, Rosé. Wait, Top knots, this is red lips, Taylor example. Swift. I mean, seriously. Honestly. Okay, so today I texted Medi and I was like, babe, I'm so excited. And he was like, why? And I was like, because it's double star day at Starbucks. Oh my God, did I miss double star day? Yeah, we both did. And he was like, uh, I don't know what that means. And I was like, babe, <laughs> it is basically a basic girl holiday. It's yeah. so exciting. And so I had to explain it to him. But I feel like that is... I mean, that's just Listen, us. That's us, man. We're trying our best. Everybody's doing their best. I t- so my uh, best friend Olivia, shout out Liv, uh, who I was in Oklahoma this weekend to visit. Um, she has a shirt that says "I did my best," and <laughs> she wore it on Sunday. We were like super hungover. It was from after like Sunday was the day after her engagement party, mm-hmm. and we went. We had a good time. Yeah. And it, she just like walked into our room in that shirt and was like, what happened? <laughs> what happened? How did we get home? And I was like, I yeah. called an Uber because I was functioning. Yep. And it just said, I, she wore that shirt. She, this is what she wore to brunch. That shirt that said, I did my best. Mm-hmm. Her leather jacket, mm-hmm. um, like leggings mm-hmm. and her pink, uh, bowed derby hat. Yep. She actually wore that the entire time we were at lunch, and it was phenomenal. It was yeah. so good. She's on our basic level, that's Listen, for sure. She is actually the queen. <laughs> She's the Khaleesi of Aww. all of us. Like, we should be so lucky as to be on her level. But, yeah, shout out, Liv. That was great. Love it. I got to see Chelsea this weekend, too, so it was a very good weekend for me. Oh, but first, let's plug our social. Yes. Social. Get social with us. We're actually um, doing a really good job on Instagram. We really keep up with the Instagram page. So if you follow us on legitimately nothing else. Follow us on Insta. Follow us on Insta at E for Effort Pod. Same Twitter at E for Effort Pod. Which Alex does most of our tweeting and Alex is hilarious. So you should definitely follow us on the Twitter. I'm not going to try to dissuade you from following us on Twitter, but it's like, it's okay. Trust me. You can tell when I tweet and when Alex tweets. Because when I tweet, it's just a bunch of retweets and (laughs) tweets about RuPaul's Drag Race. Which is great. I mean, yeah, but like, that's not what everyone wants to see. Like, you are a Twitter for the people. Mm. You know, you tweet about what people Appreciate are really that. interested in, what they want. You I know, you give them what they my want. Hair. Thank yeah, you. it was lovely. Thank you. And our Facebook pages at Ever Effort. So you can just 
Put that in your little search bar. We'll pop right up. We actually, yeah, surprisingly, when you search E for Effort, you mostly get us. Yeah, which is great. It is good. Listen. We actually have a new timeline cover photo, which is very exciting. And also yeah. super lame that we're, like, plugging our own social media, like, timeline photo. But what? No, because I James our, did it. Yeah, our amazing guest from last week, who you guys seem to love, because yeah. it's clearly been our most popular episode this early. Very much so. Um, so good job, James. Yay. Yay snaps for James. Snaps for James. <laughs> uh, James did all of our promo shoot for us last week when he was here to record. So we used one of them on our super awesome uh, cover photo and we will be releasing them later. Like, yes, we'll be using them as promo stuff. Totally. Um, so when we do promos, we'll use them. Nailed it. Nailed Doing really good. <laughs> Loved it. Um, yeah, so that's the social plug. Social plug. My weekend was far less exciting. Oh, yeah, what'd you do? Yours. Tell me all about it. I'll sit back and relax. I'm trying to even think what I did. Uh, I have a TV in my bedroom now, which is very exciting for me. <gasps> Best feeling ever. I have never, ever had one in my bedroom. In high school, growing up, my parents were like, absolutely not. Me too. You're not allowed to have a TV in your room. Yep. And I was like, okay, fine, whatever. In college, couldn't afford a TV in my room. Then, you know, post-grad, poor life, also couldn't Could've. afford one. Yep. I got a TV for my room. Fell asleep watching The Office the other night. It was Ugh. the best feeling in the entire world. Dude. Okay, so it's very similar. My parents were like, no TV in your room. We don't want you going to bed falling asleep. Mm-hmm. Then I somehow either talked to them or lied to them. Mm-hmm. But I I got... So you know those TVs that just had a VCR player in them? Yes. They did not hook up to cable or anything. It was just a TV with a VCR player. Yep. So I had that in my room. Nice. In like middle school to high school. So I was legitimately watching VCR tapes until college. Why not? And I had every Disney movie ever created ever. Nice. I had most things that were... Uh, I had in Lance Bass and Joy Fatone's movie On the Line. I love it. I had... Um, <laughs> a lot of, like, Bixar, mm-hmm. <coughs> which actually was bought by Disney after Toy Story destroyed them mm-hmm. in the box. We'll talk about that merger later. Yeah. Um, Anastasia oh. wore that puppy through. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm really, really into VHSs. Not to sound like a hipster, ironic person, but that's literally all I could watch. That's amazing. And then in college, I got a TV in my room because I don't remember who, but, like, some of my freshman year sold their TV for, like, 30 bucks. Like, it was not expensive. Mm. I, like, knew someone who knew someone whose friend was moving out. Amazing. And so I got a TV in my room, but I, I was too poor for, like, cable. Mm-hmm. So it was mostly just, like, you know, hook up your, yep. your, you know, DVD thing that you bought at the store or whatever. So it wasn't like I was balling out, but... Um, still. It's a really cool feeling to have a TV in your room. Cool. So nice. Because awesome. Alex and I both like to watch... TV while we yeah. fall asleep. Which, That's why we're great roommate buddies. Yes, exactly. Because we snore and we fall asleep to the office. <laughs> and Alex doesn't mind my stinky feet. No, same. You don't mind mine either. <laughs> so it works out very well. Um, oh my gosh. No, that reminds me. So I was moving all of my childhood stuff out of my parents' house this week. And I actually came across all of my VHS movies. <gasps> Oh yeah. my god, I wish I still had that TV. It was insane. I wish you did too, just so we could have a weekend of just watching all You should of just them. go online and see if any of them are worth anything. That's a great idea. I might do that. Because I bet like some of them that are like bigger deals. Like I had a DVD version of the, I mean a VHS version of The Princess Bride. Oh, heck like, yeah. Like that like came out like forever ago. I mean, eBay has become my favorite thing. I'm currently selling all of my Madame Alexander dolls on eBay. It's fantastic. 
Yeah. It's really great. eBay is pretty great. So there's that. So there is that. Also, I was having a super crappy day yesterday. So when we were in the car, uh, Maddie felt bad for me. Chef Maddie! Chef Maddie. He made me French toast, which I was craving randomly out of nowhere. But also, um, Taylor Swift came on the radio. It was Endgame. And he didn't make me change it. He just looked at me and he was like, you get one song. This is for you. And I got to kind of like rap along with Taylor Swift. (laughs) And it was so miserable for both of us, but I loved it so much. So shout out Chef Maddie for being the best boyfriend. Chef Maddie wins the Boyfriend of the Week award. And always. He's a good, yeah, he's a good dude. He's a good one. We we love y'all. Okay, so we're starting a new segment. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to do, don't worry guys, hot takes aren't going anywhere. I got a lot of comments about our Tide Pod yeah. thing because it's like actually super relevant. Like it's still in the news like crazy. It really is. And, um, so we're still going to do hot takes. Don't worry. Um, if you guys want to start actually engaging with us, we're happy to accept like requests. Maybe yeah, like that's some passive aggressive shade right there. But I seriously, mean, just interact with us. Yeah, mostly on like Twitter, guys. Like if you follow us on Instagram, there's no reason not to follow us on Twitter. Or just shoot us an email. Just be like, yeah. listen, hot take idea. Hot take idea. Because we are open to them. And mm-hmm. honestly, um, coming up with content for a podcast is way more difficult than we thought. Yeah. And we've started to actually make like outlines and like write things down. Yeah, we're getting organized. Guys, we're this is episode 14. Yeah. Okay, we're not. We're not messing around. We're in a groove now, I would say. We're we're in our teens, you know. We're yeah. figuring it out. <laughs> figuring it out. We're, you know, putting on that those training wheels, mm-hmm. taking those training wheels off, actually. And yeah. uh, we're getting it. We're not girls, not yet women, as Britney Spears said. Oh, bless that movie, Crossroads. Yep. Uh, good movie. So, our new segment is called Roses and Rosé. Hey, hey, hey. Disclaimer, I don't watch The Bachelor. No. Okay, Chelsea this weekend when I was in Oklahoma made me watch an episode one. Mm-hmm. So I know I would say a tenth I of a normal say, person's knowledge of The Bachelor. Okay, so I... I know enough to be, I know enough to have formed a basic opinion of most of the girls mm-hmm. and Ari. They basically repeat every season. So like, you know, there's always like, there's like... The girl that's super annoying that all the girls hate. Yeah, but I don't There's know that because I don't watch. Lot. Right. Right, right, right. So I unfortunately do watch The Bachelor. I don't know why. This is like my trash TV that I get like super freaking into. Um, I started with Caitlin Bristow season of uh, The Bachelorette actually. And then I was like so into Ben. I was super excited when he was The Bachelor and I've just continued ever since. And it's been regrettable, but... At the same time, so enjoyable. Um, I also forced my best friend Rachel to start watching it um, so that I would have someone to kind of commiserate with over these, uh, you know, these weeks. Yes. Long, hard weeks getting through 18 Because I won't do it with her. Right. Um, So we're going to do a section called Roses and Rosé. Right. And what's going to happen is we're going to recap it a little bit. I'm going to add commentary as I see fit. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we'll do a segment called Yas Queen. Which is our pick of the week, who we think is like the best of that mm-hmm. week, um, based on I don't do they do ch- like challenges? I, the one I went on, they just went on like dates and did like little activities. Is that accurate? Yeah, that's totally accurate. I feel like our criteria should just be like the person that the either person was that, hilarious, like, yeah, or we would like maybe see ourselves being friends with, yeah, like, something like that. Which is a pretty tall order, guys. We're pretty discriminatory and friends. Obviously, look right. at each other. I'm gonna be honest. This week. Um, Okay, so Cien went on the group date. I'm sorry, the the one-on-one. 
Sienna's gorgeous. Who's Sienna? Sien. She's um, the Yale graduate. Um, she's also a real estate agent, just like Ari. Okay, I'm going to look it up. Pa- you keep talking. I'm going to look up who that is. because I, I I think she was on her college dance team. I don't know. The consensus is that she's essentially too good for Ari because of all these things. Ari, side note, he is so boring to me. Yeah, I don't love Ari for a couple of Gosh. reasons. One, um... It is super creepy that he makes out with everyone, right? Yeah. That's not normal, right? Yeah, the whole kissing bandit thing has, like, gone a little Weird. too far, I think. He's could constantly you, making out with a girl. Dude, could you imagine if you're you're trying to date a guy and, like, legitimately... I'm watching the show and I don't know how it's filmed and how this works, but, like, it would be like Alex would be talking to him, making out with him. I would come over and be like, um, can I get in for a second? Which is the most annoying phrase of all time now. Mm-hmm. I only watched one episode. I don't know how y'all do it. <laughs> And, and then, like, ten seconds later, he's making out with her. Yeah. I'm like, dude, do you taste her cherry lipstick? Like, my God. Mm-hmm. That's a little much, it's, right? It's, it's a weird. Well, as like, a girl, would you be cool with that? No. I Well, I would like, be, and that's why yeah. I'm not a bachelor. Well, no. there's a lot of reasons, but. Well, no, but I'm talking, like, that seems, for me, from what I understand of The Bachelor, it takes until, like, there's only, like, ten or so girls left before they start, like, really making out like that, right? Like, they start making out that early that often. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think back. I don't And that obvious? I mean, they all know about it. I thought the whole thing was that they didn't know who was making out. They were like, oh my god, I made out with Ben. It's like, okay, wait, we all did. I think that's kind of the thing this season. He's not at all discreet about the girls that he's making out with. Like last week, I feel like there was a girl that was basically straddling him. And it was like there was, I saw what? that. She was also wasted. I she was like my spirit animal in that moment. Is this her? That's her. Got it. Yeah, oh, she is very she beautiful? beautiful. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so their group date was I'm sorry. God, I keep saying group their date. One-on-one. Their one on one was perfect, I thought. And the whole time I watched, I agreed with the consensus that CN is too good for Ari. Ari's great. I think like if you met Ari at a bar, he would be like He'd be like a guy you'd go no, on like, a second date I, with. Personally, sure. like, I would date Ari. Yeah. Personally, I don't think he's that attractive. Everyone thinks he's, like, super hot. Yeah, I think he's, like, approachably hot. I, I think he's, like, approachably attractive. Like, he's real world attractive. Right. I if agree. I saw him in a bar, I'd be like, damn. Yeah. But, like. In terms of, like, some of the stud muffins they've had on this show. Yeah. I'm just not, I'm not seeing it. No. Especially I, when all the girls are, like, 12s. All the girls yeah. are at such a high level. See, okay, that's the thing. I didn't I didn't love a lot of the girls on Nick's season. He was the last bachelor. I think the girls this season are like, holy cow. They're Does gorgeous. he actually get to pick them? No. Oh, no, no, no. So they cast them. Yeah, they get cast and then he meets all of them. So uh, he has no say in that portion of it. Got I it. don't think so, at least. Um, I don't know. <laughs> okay, so Becca was the girl that got the other one-on-one date. And Becca is the one that, spoiler alert, we found out she's 22. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. Okay. So actually, that was my favorite part about this week's episode is not that, just the tweets about it. There was, I think it was actually ABC that tweeted, um, looks like Ari's not feeling 22. 22. I thought that was hilarious. That's my favorite. Whenever I watch Vanderpump Rules, my fa- I legitimately, while I'm watching it, We'll, like, do hashtag pump rules, like, tweets just to read them. They're so good. It's perfect. It's really, really good. I'm so conflicted about her being 22. Let me tell you why. One, I was married at 22. (laughs) So let's all... Alex is, like, literally... Alex legitimately, while we were prepping for this episode, because that's something we do now, she was like, 
what age did you get married at again? She's clearly going to make a point about it, but didn't want to offend me. And the answer is, I was 22. Now, in my defense, I, like nothing makes it any better, but I turned 23 like four months later. And my husband at the time was 23. Yeah. I was not marrying a 36 or 38, however old 36. he is. And um, we'd been dating since we were 18. Right. Um, so I, I don't know, personally. And you're sweet Southern Belle. So. And in the South, that is a little bit more normal. Mm-hmm. Um, I will yeah, say being like married at 22 wasn't the best idea. I will say, um, like side, like I would have got, if I could go back in time and still have dated DA, um, and got married a little later, there's just, um, marriage, if you don't know, not to go on like a marriage podcast, but marriage is really, really hard. Yeah. And you really need to be really, really mature because it's a really, really, I keep saying really, it's a long life. It's a long commitment. Yeah. And it's a lot and you really need to go into it fully understanding what you're doing. And I at 22 did only because, um, I'm grounded really heavily in my faith and my family. I have really good examples for loving, healthy relationships, which not everyone has. And I, and I knew, I saw my parents and I knew what it took to have a good, healthy marriage. Mm-hmm. And I love DA and I loved him since I was 18. So like, I don't regret getting married that mm-hmm. young, but I will say, um, mentally, it is a lot different. I'm a lot different now yeah. than I was at 22. Oh, yeah. I think everyone is. At 21 and 22, God, I was graduating college in Iowa City. Shout out, Hawkeyes. And um, I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. Yeah. I literally called my parents upon graduation because I was graduating without a job. And I was like, I... I'm not a functioning, like, member of society, and I'm not going to be able to, like, contribute. Like, I have no idea who I am, what I'm doing, anything. Granted, now that I'm turning 30 next month, I'm figuring it out, but – or I have figured it out. I'd like to think so. Um, I think from 20 to 25, you change drastically. And then 25 on, I mean, you you never stop – evolving. Right. Well, and here's the thing. If this was just a dating show, I think him and that girl, what's her name? Becca. I think him and Becca from the one episode I watched actually have really good chemistry. Yeah. And I think that she is a very mature um, and very um, together 22 year old. Yes. Um, so I think that if this was like a bachelor who, the fact that it's a wedding at the end of it is what's not cool. I agree. And like, if they were just trying to figure out who to date... Right, right, right. I think that would be fine. And that was one of his quotes was that he's like, I'm looking for a wife out of this, not, like, a, a girlfriend. Can we talk about how stupid it is that you're looking for a wife after dating someone on TV? I mean... I'm sorry. I like, know. I'm sorry. That's dumb. How many of these have worked out successfully? Um, like, four? Honestly, I don't know the out exact Out of 22 yet. seasons, how many have worked out successfully? I'm not sure about that. I do know, though, that the most successful ones have been bachelorettes that pick which i think is interesting it's oh. women picking the men That's and those work out analysis. better regardless i'm just saying yeah, stupid yeah, yeah, yeah. Pro- it, if he is really worrying over like the oh i ran to get married like he might not like any of these girls after the reality of the situation hits Agreed. Totally so agreed. i don't i think if this was like a let's see who i should date for another three years and mm-hmm. then eventually marry <laughs> No, seriously, though, like, if I think that's what this was, I think they'd be perfect for each other. They seem fine. And that's kind of actually, I talk about Caitlin Bristow a lot. I really, I I really do like her. She was the bachelorette. Did she marry her guy? 
They're not married, but they're engaged. So they've been together, I don't know, three years now. See, and that's normal. Like, you can be engaged for a long time. DA and I were engaged for almost two years. Exactly. She says that the most popular question that she gets is, when are you guys getting married? And, like, understandably. And she's like, whenever I want. It's a free country. I'm an adult. That's exactly where she's at. And I I really respect that. I think that's cool. They're living their lives. They're getting to know each other. She said when they, um, Sean B is the guy that she's engaged to. And, I love uh, how you have to call him Sean B because Sean's like I love when I heard Lauren S when the girls went I'm really gonna miss Lauren S I was I like know, oh I my know. god this is so stupid it's so crazy to me but um so that's who she ended up with but she said when they were leaving the show he was like wait what's your phone number because like, uh, that's how much they don't really even yeah. know each other yeah so like to go on a real date or continue their relationship he had to like literally be like uh, have your publicist send me your phone number like right yes yes so which is so crazy to me. Regardless, Becca, I agree. I think she's super mature. And actually, like, I think she's cool. Like, I'd hang out with I Becca I think for she's sure. really cool. I but, would date Becca um, for four years and then marry her. Right. Becca's also a nanny. And I heard someone make a joke about how, like, you don't want Becca as your nanny. Because she's so – she said something to um, the effect of, like, you like me because you know that I don't I need, don't need you. you. Yeah. And I – I mean, I kind of like that. Yeah, I, me too. I love – Especially when women are so self-empowered um, or just empowered, I guess. Um, and I think that's really cool. Like, women don't need a man. But uh, her confidence I find very attractive. Yeah. I thought and that so was that's... a very mature – I saw that episode and mm-hmm. I thought that was a very mature statement for a 22-year-old to Agreed. make. Agreed. So, um, I don't know. I just – I don't mind Becca. I don't mind Becca either. I'm totally fine with it. Agreed. And I don't even care that that's a big age difference. No. Because honestly, I'm sorry. After you're like 21, age is like, I don't know. Because, listen, I've met some guys who are in their 30s who act like they're children. Oh, a thousand percent. Okay, so I don't think it should be an age thing. I think it should be, I don't know if a 22-year-old is going to be ready to settle down and get married. That's, I think, immediate exactly After knowing someone for... Six weeks or however long Especially this thing goes. someone with her personality. Because she just seems so full of life and, like, ready for adventure. Well, but the other thing is, like, though, but mm. the thing is, maybe he is. Does he want to Does he want to get married and just, like, still live the same lifestyle together? Or, do, like, like DA and I didn't have, like, kids right away. We didn't start a family right We haven't. We right. still haven't had kids. Right, right, You know, we've been married for almost four years. Like, is it something where, um, you know, they just, they get married and then they just live their life together and right. they mature and grow together and, you know, they, they don't necessarily, you know, like. Yeah. I don't know. I can't speak for Ari. I don't know what he is thinking. I just know. I think we're also keeps... reading a lot into a reality TV show. <laughs> <laughs> like. All I know is he keeps talking about his brother and it's like, his brother just had a kid or something. Or his yeah. brother just got married and they're like having a kid or something. I don't know. Maybe that's not right. I know his brother just got married and he keeps like comparing himself to his brother. So it's like, I don't know. It seems like he's trying to like fast-track track, adulthood yeah. well, and, you know, whatever. And I think that, um, I think the ideal for a woman, now correct me if I'm wrong, Alex, mm-hmm. but my ideal would be, you know, especially if you're a girl like Becca who's clearly more mature than your counterparts. Yeah. Um, because, like, what's that girl? Crystal? I'm sure you're going to talk oh, about her God, later. Yeah. But she's a freaking child. Like, Becca yeah. is more mature than her and she's five years younger. No, right. seven years younger. Yeah. Yes. But so they all think that Crystal lied about her age. They all are like, that girl was born in the 70s. Like, there's no way that she's 29. I don't care how old she is. Me she's neither. a horrible... Ugh. But anyway. We'll get there. We will get there. Um, but uh, she... What was I saying? <laughs> this is how much I talk, guys. Girl, I, cut I, don't, that. I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. 
Crystal's older than her. Oh, the ideal thing is, I think, for women that are more mature than their age. Because I was like that, obviously. I got married at 22. I'm a very, I feel like I'm a very mature person for my age. Mm-hmm. Actually, when I meet pe- when people meet me, I don't know if it's my wrinkles, my very <laughs> light skin, and my <laughs> light hair, and my years of tanning in South Texas. But people think I'm, like, in my 30s. Really? Like, who was it that I just met that thought I was in my 30s? Was it Michael when he met me? Yeah. He thought I was in my 30s. And, um... I mean, I think, I don't know if that's, like, my personality or the way I look. You, I'm sure you guys will tell me. You guys will let me know. People think I'm 16, so that makes me feel Well, really because good. you look like a child. <laughs> that is not your personality. That is straight up your face. Great. Um, hey, man, take it. Hmm. Um, but I think for girls like that, the ideal is, like, find an older man. Mm-hmm. Right? Because then she's probably, she's probably so not at well. his, she's probably not at a 36-year-old's maturity yeah. level, but she's at least at, like, my maturity level. I don't think or Ari close. is either. No. Uh-uh. Clearly not. He's right. looking for a wife on a reality TV show. Right. Okay. Everyone take a break. He's a race car driver. Okay. I take back Everyone the fact take that I think that he's boring. I don't think he's boring. I just think, honestly, I just think he seems like a nice guy. And I don't think that that necessarily makes He's for boring the- for TV. Right. He's that not boring for TV. real life. Exactly. Like, and like, yeah. whenever he breaks up with them, bless his heart, he's so sweet about it. He really is. And all they can say when they leave is like, well, he was really nice about it. <laughs> like, I mean, he was so, and like, and they can tell, and he is very genuine. I will give that to him. He's very genuine. And they yeah. can tell right away right. that he's not feeling them. Like, he's right, not, right. he's not a player, clearly. Agreed. Okay. We I spent say, a lot of time on this, sorry. <laughs> um, I will, okay, my last final thoughts were that I loved that group date. I would have killed to be on that. That would have been so fun. They were, like, hiking. I didn't watch this episode, so you're going to tell me what the group Uh, date was. They went on some, like, survival adventure where, I mean, granted, I wasn't about to eat the bugs. Gross. But they were, like, hiking. They'd use a compass to, like, find their way through the hot tub and whatever. It was cute. I would have loved it. I thought, honestly, my, like, Yas queen for the week, Kendall, the taxidermist, freaking... Love okay, her. don't kill me. I only know her for 30 seconds that she was in last week. Mm-hmm. She was kind of obnoxious to me. Is she not obnoxious to you? I don't think so. I loved her manicure, side note. But also, um, I kind of love that she's quirky. She's not scared to be herself, and I appreciate that. In my, again, 30-second opinion that no one asked for and is probably inaccurate, her quirkiness came off as obnoxious to me. Okay. Like, her quirkiness was like, I'm a taxidermist. I'm quirky. It's like, okay, calm down. You don't have okay. to say you're quirky okay. because you're a taxidermist. Right. We People get know. that you're quirky. Right, right, right. So like, you don't have to tell me by your gestures and your face and your blah, blah, blah. Right. But maybe, but at the beginning, I also believe that when you're a group of 18 women trying to gain the attention of one man, mm-hmm. you're going to be obnoxious. Like, do people really kind of mellow out throughout the season? Uh, I feel like the villains do. probably get worse. Right. And the the girls that are kind of like, have to be like, have a gimmick. Do they yeah. kind of like grow? Because I feel like she's a gimmick. I do, but I don't at the same time. Because uh, her taxidermy, obviously a gimmick. However... Her pants, well, it's personality her job. is it's like, her job. It's not right. a gimmick. It's her job. Her personality is like pretty legit. Like, okay. I don't know. I like her. I think um, the amount of time that the other girls spend talking about how desperate the other ones are acting is just like insane to me. To her or to me, I don't see her as like being a desperate girl. My um, Wait, girl boss. Hmm. Did Cien make it through the group date? Because the one I watched, the girl got sent home. 
on the on the one on one. Oh, 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 yeah. Because that's brutal. So he's got to give her the rose or not on the one on one. Look her yeah. in the eye and be like, "Bye." Which I'll is, pick. You can pick up your bags at the door. Right, but that's my favorite kind of bachelor episode where you're like, "Oh my god, they're so cute." He's been so excited to take her on this one on one, and she's so excited to go on it. I that, was disappointed because I liked her. To be totally honest, I actually really liked I didn't, that girl. I didn't know her, but um, she seemed she, she was super wound up on her date though. I don't know. Well, what I think the people. Hell I think they're getting their head about it. I think they're getting in their head about it because he's making out with all of them. Agreed. And he, she's like, how can I tell if he really likes me? Agreed. Both Sian and Becca made it through their group dates. They got their rose. You mean was, single? I'm sorry. They're one-on-one dates. They made it through. It's been a long week. It's only okay. Wednesday. Good, good, good. However, my last comments, I will say, Carolyn got sent home. I thought she and Tia were the same girl for about three episodes. Which one's the one with the accent? Tia. Okay. Who's Carolyn? Carolyn was her friend that looked similar with the dark hair. Was she the one that was upset that the other girl got sent, that Lauren S. got sent home? Um, I don't know about that, but she was one that won after Crystal. She was not feeling Crystal. Understandably so. Okay, so my my friend Chelsea, she totally called it when that other girl went home. Biblia. Bibiana. Bibiana. She goes... And Bibiana was like, I'm going to go talk to him about Crystal. Chelsea was like, that's the kiss of death. The second they start talking about agreed. the drama in the house, agreed, the men, agreed. they go home. Which is so stupid because, like, do you feel like if I was Ari and I was watching drama, I'd be like, oh, Crystal was being a lunatic. I feel bad for not listening to her. Right. That's, I think, the craziest part is that normally the bachelors kind of see the crazy being done and they're like, let's let's just lessen that. He goes like full force into it. Well, because right? the crazy is also hot and making out with him. Right. That's the difference. So Ari's kind of acting like a high school boy where he's like, well, this hot blonde chick really wants to make out with me. Which is the maturity level, which means maybe it's not weird for him to date a 22 year old. Right. Agreed. So what happened with Tia and Carolyn? Crystal also talked about the drama. Carolyn talked about the drama. Tia talked about the drama. But then Tia was like, I don't want to talk about other people's drama. I'm here for you, and I just want to talk about us. And the way that she handled the situation. Yeah, more diplomatic. That's why she didn't go home. Also, she's super hot and Southern. I think that had something to do with it, too. However, It's so funny because where I am, Southern accents are just normal. They're not hot. No. I think she's like a cute Southern belle. Yeah, she's cute. like her a lot. Crystal. It's not Crystal's rasp. I'm get, I just want to throw that out there. I understand people no, cannot help the way that they talk. Everything about her. It's everything about her. Yes. You and know, she's also, horrible. not everything's a question. Is she your girl by first and foremost? Straight up girl by Crystal. Bye. Girl, she will she bye. will be my I don't get to have these because I don't watch the show. But mark this here and now. She will be my girl by until she girl buys. Yeah. She's horrible. It's just I heard her share an anecdote about um, how her best friend in eighth grade, her boyfriend, jumped her Mm -hmm. because she wanted to date – or he wanted to date Crystal instead. And she was like, yeah. So my girlfriend was like, I'm never bringing guys around you ever again. And I was like, why did you just tell that story? Like, that makes me sound so bad. First, how often does that happen? Right. Second – Second, girl, bye. Yeah. No, it does. Shut up. Yeah, agreed. So there's just a lot. Not everything is a question. You don't have to, like, extend every vowel. And no. Stop. As someone who has an obnoxious voice, I will say it is her voice. 
She is annoying to listen to. And you know what? I bet we lose listeners because I'm annoying to listen to. And me too. I and for that, nasally. For that, I'm sorry. Right for that, I'm sorry. You know? But it is, I'm sorry. People are allowed, I've listened to podcasts where I don't like the way they talk and so I quit. Right. Agreed. I'm sorry. I cannot like the way you talk. I and I don't like the way she talks. She's Agreed. annoying. Agreed. Agreed. Girl, bye. Girl, bye. So on that. So that wraps up our. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, uh, that wraps up our super special, awesome. Bachelor. Roses and Rose. Roses and Rose, baby. Now let's talk about girls we do like. Oh, my God. Okay. Like Disney princesses. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So it's no secret Alex and I are obsessed with Disney. Oh, my God. I literally did my senior capstone presentation on it in college. That's intense. I'm an adult. I also just asked Maddie if we could go to Orlando for vacation. <gasps> oh, my God. Can we, too? I want to go to Disney World so bad. Did you and know? Harry Potter World. Oh, my gosh. Everything. Okay. I want Maddie to talk about this, but that is actually – Disney World is why Maddie came to America. He uh, right. worked at Disney um, in Little Morocco. Not Little Morocco. What do they call it? It was at Epcot. It was the Moroccan part yes! of Epcot. I think my family ate at that restaurant. My God. I think so. Because I, when we, my family, like, um, the one time we went to Disney, my father said he would never take us back because we were such brats. <laughs> and we complained the whole time. We hated it. My brother and I both got to pick a place to go. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, choose Magic Kingdom. <laughs> choose Magic Kingdom. And my brother and I were both such jerks. And... um I was a little, like, snotty, you know, middle schooler, and I was like, I want to go to Epcot because it's cool and all over the world, and I'm smart, and I read books. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm stupid. And then my brother was like... family hated you? And my, <laughs> Just kidding. And my brother was like, I want to go to Animal Kingdom because I like animals. Well... Wow, both of you are terrible. We picked the two worst parks. Why I'm did sorry, you go to MGM? We didn't go to anything. We legitimately only went to Epcot. And Animal Kingdom. If you were curious, Epcot and Animal Kingdom are fine. Yeah. But not only. Right. You can't only you can go only there. You only ride Fast Track so many times. A hundred, and or Test Track or whatever it is. No. not You can only ride like Simba's Safari Jungle <laughs> Ride so many times. It was so bad. And we hated it. It was hot. Mm. It was horrible. We complained the whole time. My dad was like, we're never taking you back. But... I got to pick the restaurant in Epcot because I picked Epcot. Nice. And we ate at the Moroccan restaurant and my yes. brother threw a fit. He wouldn't eat anything. Why? My brother's super picky. Moroccan food's so good. He's a super picky eater. Oh he gosh. legitimately, for like three years, all he ate was cinnamon toast crunch and spaghetti and, and butter. Okay. Not even not even cheese. What? Just spaghetti and butter. Why? He's a, he's a crazy person. Mm. Now he eats all kinds of stuff. Sure. Austin, love you. You're the best. But Austin, what's happening? Y'all know Austin. You met Austin. <laughs> but yes, he he was he didn't like Epcot. I didn't like Animal Kingdom. Okay, it's horrible. That so I'm sorry. Miserable. Medi, go back to Medi. Who worked that amazing? I loved that restaurant. I I like Epcot. I agree that like it's not my favorite of the parks. I, I think I like Magic Kingdom. Well, yeah, Magic yeah. Kingdom. No one told me Magic Kingdom was where all the rides were. Yeah, and it's where all the princesses are. Honestly, the sad thing is I didn't really get into Disney princesses until, like, high school. I don't understand that. I know. Well, I, I liked them, but I wasn't, like, obsessed with seeing them. Okay, so I just was talking about how I moved out of my parents' house, um, mm-hmm. all my childhood stuff, found my Beauty and the Beast comforter. 
found my Cinderella costume that my mom handmade for me in kindergarten. Yes! Found, um, I had like 17 different versions of a flounder and Sebastian stuffed animal from Little Mermaid. Obviously. I was obsessed with Disney princesses. Yes. Like that was my childhood. Yes. I mean, I was obsessed with certain ones. Okay. Um, and I was, I wasn't obsessed in terms of like, I really liked the story. Sure. Like it wasn't yeah. the princesses themselves. Okay. But I but I did get obsessed in like high school. Like I I don't know what happened. Like I was kind of a tomboy yeah. growing up. Mm-hmm. So like when I was really little, I liked them. Yeah. I went from like a tomboy phase in like middle school, and then I got back into them in high school. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's kind of like my road. Sure. So in the Disney, so what we're gonna do is here's the plan. We're gonna do our top five Disney princesses. Mm-hmm. We're going to do our least favorite Disney princess. I have very strong opinions on this. Okay. We're going to do the best music, like what movie had the best music. Because I feel like these should all be different. I think these should all be different categories. Because the best movie, the best music, like they're all the best. Like my favorite princess is not my favorite movie, which is not my favorite movie. Like, oh, music. Right. Like, right. they're all so different. They're all so great in so many different in ways. In so many different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, we're going to do best sidekick, because I love the sidekicks. Absolutely. And then we're going to do best overall movie, or, like, our top three overall movies. Okay. And then, um, first and foremost, let's define what a Disney princess is. Okay. I have extensive notes on this. <laughs> I, guys, I take this so seriously, you can't even understand. No, she's not You don't not even joking, know. Yeah. I have two pages of notes on this. It's real life. Okay. The official Disney princess slate, as of right now, is Snow White, in, in order of appearance. Okay. Snow White, Cinderella, Aurora, Ariel, Belle, Jasmine, Pocahontas, Mulan, Tiana, Rapunzel, and Merida. Okay. Okay? Okay. Now, here are the requirements to be a Disney princess. Mm, tell me. The, the, you must have a primary role in, the Disney, in a Disney animated feature film. Okay. And this is according to, like, Disney. Like, go on the official, like, Disney princess website yeah. if you want to check this. You fight Disney on this. Yeah. Don't this is according us. to Disney. Because, <laughs> because there's debate, right? Mm-hmm. Like, who ma- what makes someone official, blah, 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 blah. Disney princesses are either official, they're either princesses by blood, by marriage, or by, like, acts of something that, like, makes them a princess. Like, Mulan. She's, an like, she became, not an emperor, she didn't become an emperor, but, like, she did something to please the emperor where she got the title, mm-hmm. basically. Right. Um... The second requirement is a human or mostly human. Like, Ariel isn't... Fully human. She's part mermaid. She's part fish for like most of the, um, for like most of the the time. Right. Um, and she doesn't appear in a sequel or a commercial failure. I thought that was a hilarious caveat to have, because like that is hilarious. They can't fail. It can't be something that failed or flopped. Wow. It has to be successful. Okay. Which I mean, listen. Listen. Why are you gonna sell merchandise? It's not gonna sell. So, yeah. like, so like Don't for instance, why isn't Nala a princess? Good question. Because she's not a human. So princesses have to be mostly human or fully human. Nailed it. There you go. So even though Simba is king of Pride Rock, she's not a princess. Got it. 
Okay. So there are um, like princess timeline. Oh, guys, I'm I feel so nerdy, but like I have to do no, this. No, I love it. Um, so there are like princess timelines, right? So the original three, I'm doing quotation marks, are Snow White, Cinderella, and Aurora. These are categorized by being quiet, classy. They're a little bit more romantic. They're dreamers. Okay. And they fall into the damsel in distress category. Got Most it. of them need to be saved. Okay. And they have to have someone do something for them. So Snow White has to be kissed to awaken. Cinderella has to have the prince to save her from her horrible step-parents. Right, right. Stepmother. And Aurora has to be kissed to be awakened as well. Got it. Um, and then the Disney Renaissance happened, which is, I mean, all millennial girl. Stop! Why are you laughing I love at me? It. I love it so much. So then the Disney Renaissance happens. Right. So this is what all millennial girls love. These are the ones we love and know, like Mulan and Ariel and Belle. You know, these are the ones that really the kind days. of. These are the. I, honestly, not to get too sappy about it, but these are the girls that taught us how to be women. You know, other than oh, watching sure. our our moms and our aunts and our female strong female figures. Yes. Um, these really kind of from a very young age molded our opinions on womanhood mm-hmm. kind of yeah um so it started with the little mermaid in 1989 and ended her. in officially the official disney renaissance ended in 2000 now we can get into a whole nother argument about whether or not um the disney renaissance re-began or began in a different way mm-hmm. with the creation of rapunzel i seriously like guys alex is like laughing at me no but I, i'm loving this it's you could there there are some people who believe that there's a new renaissance yeah. happening right now with disney films um with the addition of Moana, I can see the strong argument for it. They mm-hmm. really are getting very good, but I digress. Yeah. So the Disney princesses of the Renaissance period are categorized primarily by being strong-willed. Yes. They're adventurous. They're feisty, cunning, and determined. So people like Jasmine, who, you know, are going to... That's why I loved Disney princesses so much. Oh, my God. Exactly. See? Yeah. And, and that's and that's how yeah. when, we see, when we see women, we find qualities in them that we appreciate by mm-hmm. being cunning by being you know by being strong-willed you know standing your ground for what you believe in and that's the other thing that really these characters taught us was they stood up for what was right right they stood up for what you know it they stood up for their opinions mm-hmm. like jasmine didn't want to marry whoever her dad told her to marry she's gonna she's gonna make it on her own I'm gonna watch um, Aladdin tonight. I'm gonna be. Totally I freaking honest. love Aladdin. Not to mention these. This era of princesses had the hottest dudes. Like, let's be real. Oh Prince God. Eric, I Aladdin. Tell Maddie he's Aladdin all the time. Aladdin and uh, Abu is Shadow. Yes, oh my God, that's so cute. That's adorable. So I love cute. that. Um, they also the princesses of the Renaissance were less invested in love. So. Finding love is primarily a secondary plot in most of these movies. Mm-hmm. It kind of happens. Or unlike, well, The Little Mermaid's a little different because the whole point of it is to, she wants to become a human because she wants to be with Eric. Um, but like Mulan, you know, she kind of falls in love in the act of whatever it is she's doing. You know, she wasn't setting out, she was setting out to save her father. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, so the princesses that are in um, the Renaissance period are less impressed with love. It's just not as important to them. It happens in all of their stories. They're not like the Elsas or the um, Merdas or Merdas, Merdas or whatever. Who like they? Right. That's they not don't what they're fight. setting out for. Right. They don't. Right. Their point yeah. in their story, their plot, their purpose isn't to find love. 
Um, their purpose is to do something else. A second right. Ariel. Ariel's a little different. Now, but consider that Ariel's a transitional, right? She's coming from literally the one right before Ariel was Aurora. Yeah. So you're going from Sleeping Beauty, who is my all-time favorite. You're going from Sleeping Beauty to who literally fully relied on everyone else but her. Right. And the one time she didn't, she pricked herself and was put, like, in her defense, it was a curse. She never had a chance depending on what you believe versus um, predestination. But that's a whole other podcast. But um, we're coming from Aurora to Ariel. So cut her some slack. She's still independent. She's still strong-willed. Right. Um, And and also, the Disney princesses in the Renaissance era are more aware. So they're making more comments like, um, like Belle when Gaston says, you know, Women don't need, when someone says, like, women don't need to be reading or something, like, they're aware, the princesses in the Renaissance area are aware that they're breaking rules. Agreed. I think, going back to Ariel, I don't think she was necessarily setting out for love because she wanted to be part of human world before she saw Prince Eric. She wants to be part of your world. She's literally singing to Prince Eric's statue. Yes. However, before that, she had a collection of things from the human world that were Centering not... around Prince Eric's statue. You can one. It doesn't explicitly state when the things are put in her bungalow thing, but her, that statue is in the middle, yeah. and she's literally singing part of your world possessive. I think to Eric. once she sees him after the ship starts on fire, I would argue that she has those items because she like gets excited about collecting them. So I think she had I'm them sh- prior to him, and she was excited about the human but world. When, but Eric was the one that really pushed. But it correct along. me if I'm wrong. She already had the statue when she saw Eric because remember when she says when she sees him she's like that's him. Oh. Right? I no. think. Go back and read. I haven't watched her in a long know. time, but I think that she makes some kind of comment to Gully, is that his name? Oh, Scully. Scully about like that's him. Like I think she has the statue first. Is that Scully? I don't know. That's the name. Clearly is we that haven't the watched name of the the pilot that landed the ship. Yeah, that is definitely his <laughs> no, that's name. Scully. Yes. I'm going to look it up. Um, so, yeah, I think I think that Ariel was primarily focused on becoming part of his world. She might have had an interest in humanity beforehand. She had an interest in humanity. But I don't, but the primary focus of that story is becoming human for him. Fine. Fine. So, but she's transitional. That's not all she's about. I think it was the catalyst for her becoming human or trying right. to become human. Right. Sure. But she was rebellious prior to that because right, her father she, was, and like, she didn't oh come to the thing, the singing thing. Yeah. yeah, no, I know. I'm saying, I'm, so I'm saying, she's a transitional period. Yeah, she is introducing this idea of an independent. They couldn't have started right after Aurora with Mulan. Are you kidding? Oh God, no. that wouldn't have worked. So I yes, I, I, oh, don't even be sure. Um, okay, so the latest princesses are much more modern. So in here we have um, Tiana. Spell. Scuttle. We were really close. We were close. If we had had one glass of wine less, we, we would have gotten got it. that. Yeah. Yes. Um, so in the modern princesses, we have Tiana, Rapunzel, and Merida. Now, Merida's interesting because she's actually Pixar. But yeah. let us remember, Pixar was bought by Disney, I believe, after Toy Story. Because Toy Story, they could not figure out the animation that Toy Story utilized. And so they were like, we're just going to buy Pixar. And that's exactly what happened. Good for Disney. Listen. Disney has not played around its entire existence. No. Um, People have strong feelings about Disney. I, whatever. I love Disney. I know. It's it so, so it's joy. so hard for me to hear. It's so hard for me to hear because 
I have to believe that someone who created someone like Mulan, but now granted, Walt Disney himself did not create Mulan. No. But the the studio that created, you know, Mulan that created Moana. I mean, it's just they're so good. Yeah. I I love it. You know, I I feel like they have had to evolved right. or have evolved, evolved rather. since right right. Um, so the new question is Moana. Will she be joining the princesses or will she not? Is I think that if you're making the argument of the three things, she meets all three of those requirements. So if it's a royal lineage problem, if we're letting Mulan be an official princess, I don't see why Moana wouldn't. I'm going to be honest. I have not seen Moana. <gasps> Much to the dismay of everyone in my life. Oh, my God. My cousins oh. can literally sing every single We're watching it. Oh, my gosh. I wish I was the staying soundtrack. the night. We're watching it. Okay. I'm staying here until we watch it. Great. Oh my gosh, it's so It's going to be a long night, you guys. We're watching Moana. <laughs> I'm obsessed. Moana is one of my favorite new Disney movies I ever. I love it. I love Hawaii. I love all of it. Or is she Polynesian? <gasps> She's Polynesian. So, so good. I have that. no idea. Greg, cut that. <laughs> um. So yeah, so that's the little Disney history for you, if you were curious. I'm sure you weren't. When now, when you're having drunk arguments at the bar about what qualifies... A Disney princess, you will know. And you will win that argument. You sure will. Um, okay, so do we want to do our faves? Our mm-hmm. favorite faves? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you go first. Who are your top five? My top five. My all-time favorite Disney princess, The Little Mermaid. Okay. Ariel. Why? Oh, I I can't even tell you. I probably wore that VHS tape out. I saw it in theaters when it came back around. Um I wanted to be The Little Mermaid. I loved everything about that movie. Yeah. She's pretty great. Yeah. I love the way that she was rebellious. I love the way that she had great friends that supported her. I just, I loved everything about it. Yeah. I really did. Okay. Number so, two. Two. Belle. Belle is classic. Beauty and the Beast. Belle's pretty great. If I wasn't Ariel, I wanted to be Beauty and the Beast. Belle's my Belle. mom's, Belle's my mom's favorite. Yeah. I, um, I had several nightgowns with Belle's face on it. I had tea parties in my basement with Lumiere and Coxworth uh, with my authentic Mrs. Botts tea set. Oh. And I would always choose to drink out of chip, even though it kind of hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I also had the wardrobe as a bank. Like they made. That's kind of awesome. It was cool. It was like a, a bank, but also a jewelry holder. Yeah. I don't know. It was really cool. She was my second favorite. Um, Cinderella was number three. Mm-hmm. God. I hated the cleaning. I would never have made it. As no, 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 no. However, I just loved her. Yeah, she's pretty great. Yeah. Uh, four, I would say Jasmine. Yeah, Jasmine's good. Yep. Uh, Aladdin, I think, is one of my all-time favorite Print. Disney movies. Me too. I Me just, too. I love that movie. We'll get Actually, there. for my birthday party when I was five, I had an Aladdin-themed birthday party, mm-hmm. and it was at Chuck E. Cheese. And so that the kids in my party would be identified, my parents put Aladdin hats on all of them. They ordered, like, a ton of Aladdin baseball caps, and everybody had to wear one that was part of our party. That's so cool. I love it. It was cool, but it was also brilliant for my yeah, parents. Super so that smart. they could, like, keep track of, of all everyone. the kids. It was great. Uh, I got chicken pox. Side note. <gasps> oh, no. No joke. That was when I got chicken pox after that. Um, and my, my top five rounding that out would be Milan. 
Oh, I love Mulan. I really did. She, she I was, my family still to this day quotes Mulan all the time. She was fierce. I she was fierce. Her. That movie was hilarious. The yeah. songs were great. Donny Osmond was in it. Oh. I mean, come on. So good. Christina Aguilera's reflection. Are you kidding? Oh my god. I Listen. Can't, I can't. Oh my gosh. No, so, I'm 100 percent Okay. My top five. My top five are Aurora, mm-hmm. Jasmine, mm-hmm. Tiana, okay. Mulan, and Pocahontas. Okay. So my number one all-time fave fave is Aurora. You and my sister. My sister loves her as well. I don't I first that. of all, Once Upon a Dream is quite possibly the most beautiful song ever written. I will agree. The reason, okay, can I just tell you, the reason I don't like Aurora is because she's not in most of the movie. And that's why I'm kind of like. Yeah, she's only eh. in like the middle portion. So the whole time I'm like, really, the fairies are the unsung hero of this movie. Right. Well, the thing, I think that the, the reason why I love it so much is like the story. Sure. Like the I, whole yeah. Sleeping Beauty myth. I'm not trying to tell you I love. not to like Aurora. No, no, I know. I'm, I'm defending my choice. Sure. So I think that, I think the whole Sleeping Beauty myth is like really cool and pretty and gorgeous and I think that that movie itself was really well done it was really cool and the music was very nice and I don't know I just and for me like listen I'm a blonde girl like how many of the the girls in the later in the renaissance were blonde none none. and you identify with the hair color like really part of it is you identify with who you look like that's why and I I identify that's I I identify with Aurora my sister has the exact same reasoning so I hear you and then my number two is Jasmine because also Aladdin is one of my all-time baby faves it's so so good good. Robin Williams is a genie I mean unbeatable unbeatable so good there was some ridiculous meme not even a meme it was just a photo and it was like the genie and it was Aladdin saying you're free Free. now I've I'm pretty sure I tweeted about that right now yeah no honestly yes so amazing so Jasmine is my number two yeah um my number three is Tiana and I didn't always love Tiana but Here's my argument. One, my family's from New Orleans. Right. So the New Orleans is a very special place in my heart. Right. So that that movie has a very special place in my heart for a number of reasons. I've also never seen this movie. <gasps> You've never seen Princess and the Frog? Oh, I own it on DVD. We'll have to watch it. Oh, my God. I love it. I mean, it's it's very special to me. Okay. Um, also, I think it's a really cool story. It's about a girl who wants to open a restaurant because her dad taught her how to cook. And, like, in the New Orleans culture, I mean, my dad taught me how to cook. Like, Mm -hmm. my dad's mom and dad taught him how to cook. Like, it's learning how to cook and food is very, very important to us. And so it was really cool to be like, oh, this is a little girl that her dad taught her how to cook. And, like, they cook gumbo. And, like, my dad cooks gumbo. And it was very, like, I even – I was in, like, college when this movie came out. Okay? Like, I was an adult. But I really connected with this character. I know. There's so – So I I really, really love the story. And I love that um, her and the prince don't get along at first. DA and I hated each other when we first met each other. Um, I just, I really identify, out of them, all the Disney princesses, I most identify with Tiana. Um, and another cool little tidbit is I met um, the woman who Tiana's based after. No way. Um, yeah, so she's an actual woman who um, owns a restaurant in New Orleans. Nice. And oh my gosh, I wish I could think of it now. My cousin's probably yelling it at me. Um, through the, the mic. We'll tweet it later, Doran. I'll tweet it later. But um, I she was the keynote speaker at our women's conference in New Orleans. Wow. And she tells the story, you know, like it's it's her story. 
you know, and it's, it's really cool. And it's, it's, it was really neat. So it just was really, it's really connected to me and my heart. So I, I love Tiana. Um, and, um, my number four is Mulan. I love Mulan. I love Mulan so much. It's so good. The movie itself is so good. Yeah. Um, and then my fifth is Pocahontas. I love Pocahontas. Pocahontas is the one Disney movie that I can watch eight times a week. I could watch that movie every single day of the week and never get bored of it. I love it. I don't know why. I just love it so much. I'll give you Pocahontas and uh, what is Merida's actual movie called? Brave. Brave. Oh, my God. Brave made me sob. I'll give you those two as my honorable mention. Yes. Uh, My honorable mention would be Rapunzel uh, and and Belle. Okay. I just didn't identify with Belle the same way, which is crazy because I'm a bookworm. I'm a bookworm. I think that's part of why I did. I'm a bookworm who is... Kind of an introvert and a bookworm. Yes. I don't know if I did not. I literally might be so shallow as to not identify with her because I do not have brown hair. That's fair. Like, it's totally possible. That's why I didn't... And, um, I don't know. Maybe it was because her her guy was a beast. Like, maybe I'm super shallow and, like, I didn't really like the beast. And I didn't... I didn't... I think the things talking freaked me out. I don't know. Like, Belle was just never my scene. My mom loved Belle. Maybe it's because my mom loved it so much I had to watch it a million times. Yeah. But it was just never my, like, thing. I don't know. I loved it. I, mean, I don't know what it it's is. It's definitely an honorable mention because it is classic. It's it's hands down one of the best. Can I tell you something super embarrassing about Beauty and the Beast? What? So uh, our musical review in eighth grade, all of us in choir. I already love this story. We had to do one number. We had to choreograph it ourselves. We had to learn the music ourselves. All of that. Uh, make our props, make our costumes. I was the feather duster and be our guest. Why is that embarrassing? That's awesome. That's the best part to be. No, it was insane. That's the best. No, our group wasn't great at all. Yeah, but that's the best part. Yeah. The, oh, the feather duster is the best part. My mom made me this really cute costume um, out of feather boas. She, like, tied oh my feather, gosh. or, like, sewed feather boas to, like, an elastic band, and it made this beautiful skirt, and I just had, like, a black tank top with it, and it was, like, this really cute feather That sounds duster. awesome. Yeah, she tried. I tried. It was great. We tried choreographing it. We were so bad. Yeah, it's so not your fault. Bad. You can't help but, that. But yeah, that was. We opened the show too, just even more. <laughs> I think. I think that's actually kind of awesome. I don't think you should be embarrassed by that. Yeah, it was. Um, it built character. Yeah, <laughs> it built character. Let's go with that. <laughs> that's amazing. But also, okay, one more thing. Sorry, I'm talking a lot. Um, no, I love it. Merida reminds me so much of my little sister i love merida she really should be one of my top five um just for that reason alone like i i feel like i feel like i'm sorry i don't mean to interrupt you but i feel like merida is kind of in a class of her own i I feel like i feel like her movie was so different from every other disney princess movie that it's really hard to consider her with them you know i feel like all the other ones were like damsels in distress i really don't feel like she was i know she was but she was just so tough, and she had that, like, true grit to her that I was like... Oh, well, her, Elsa, and Moana her. are the only ones, I believe, that don't end up with a guy. I, um... She had, um... Just... Uh, we're Scottish, too, so I yeah. think that's part of it as well. Oh, you don't say? <laughs> is why uh, I relate to her and why she reminds me so much of my sister. My sister is, like, a horseback rider and all yeah. of that, and, like, she just beautiful. lives in that... Yeah, in very beautiful... She just lives in that world, so I just, I don't know, I get, like, weird about uh, Merida. Merida. She just, like, has, like, a special place in my heart, I guess. Well, Brave has a special place in my heart because my mom and I went to see it together. We had no idea what it was about. Oh, my God. We had no idea what it was about. We had no idea. We were just like, oh, let's go see the new Disney movie. Like, Uh oh, yeah, yeah. We go, we sit down, and we're seriously, like, 30 minutes in, we're sobbing. 
together. Yeah, like holding each yeah. other sobbing. Like we had no idea. So I I think Merida is kind of in a in a class of its own. Like it's it's so good. I love that movie. I do too. I, I really, really do. do. Yeah. Jinx. Jinx. Um, okay, so who's your least favorite? One, two, three. Wait, 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 wait. We have to cut this because I actually have to think about this. Your least favorite? Yeah. Okay, okay, ready? Okay, one, two, three. Snow, Snow White. White. Yeah, she's the worst. She's in her defense, in her defense, she's the first. In her defense, it was written in the 30s. Okay, for the- Or like the 40s. For the time- Great. No, it was horror. I hate it. I hate everything about it. I hate everything about it. The only good thing that's come from it is all the things that's happened after it about Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. I don't like the dwarfs. No. I don't like the queen. No. I don't like the story. Nope. I don't like the poison apple. Nope. I don't like the hunter. Nope. I didn't like the remake with Kristen Stewart. Nope. None nope. of it. Nope. I just nope. didn't like it. So bad. So bad. I completely agree. I, I don't, don't even, like we don't even it. need to talk about it anymore. I think I have almost never met someone whose favorite is Snow White. Yeah. No. I get that she's the original queen. No. Like, good for her. She's the no. OG princess. No. Nah. Not no. into it. Who do you think is the best sidekick? Ooh. I think it's Olaf. I'm sorry. I love Olaf. <laughs> I think Olaf is great. Now, I realize he's not technically a Disney princess sidekick because he's not... Because Anna and Elsa are not considered Disney princesses as of yet. Okay. I like... I don't know. I think Flounder's a great side. I think Flounder's good too. I really like him. I like. Um, I like the. I like Raja. Dude, if I had a. Real That's why we Raja, wanted the tiger. Tiger's uh, my favorite. Tiger's my favorite land animal because of Raja. I love it. Um. Oh. And uh, the the candelabra. Uh, Lumiere. Oh, Lumiere. I like Lumiere. I would love a Lumiere in real life. Yes. Just someone to bounce ideas. I. You know what? I'm gonna be honest. Actually, that's how I feel about Greg. I feel like Greg is my personal Lumiere. Yes. He's just like that good friend that you can say crazy stuff to and he'll tell you his honest feedback. Yes. And I appreciate that. Yes. No. Greg is, is Lumiere. We're making that into a picture with Greg's face on Lumiere's face. I cannot wait for that. He won't let us, but we're going to do it. We're going to do it anyway. Sorry, Greg. Okay. What? This is going to be the real test. Uh-huh. Who do you think has the, which Disney princess has the best music? Ooh, that's a tough one. I can tell you what non-Disney princess I think has the best music. Please tell me. Tarzan. Phil Collins. Oh, yeah. Sorry. That soundtrack, every single song is a banger. I love them. So good. Okay. I'll see your Tarzan. I would say Lion King. Lion King. King. Yeah, I know. No, yeah, I know. Lion I'm King done. is so good. Can you feel the love tonight? No, I know. So good. No, I know. I know. So good. Lion King also in a league of its own. It's not even comparable. Yeah, those two. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Disney princess wise, honestly, it's hard. Kind of love Frozen soundtrack. Okay, I'll give you. I think Frozen soundtrack is so good. I think the Frozen soundtrack is really good. Here again, okay. I really, really, really love the Beauty and the Beast. See, okay, that's my least favorite soundtrack. No, yep, I don't like it. I'm sorry. Tale as old as time is one of the first songs I learned to play on the piano. I just don't like it. I love it. I I literally got in trouble for this today. Today at work, we were listening to sound like while we were working, we're playing like the Disney Spotify playlist, and I skipped forward through Tale as old as time, and I seriously thought I was going to get kicked out. I love that song. Um, no. I also love Be Our Guest. I thought... In Be the, Our Guest is good. In the animated version and in the live action version, I thought that scene was a masterpiece. Now, you know the live action... Ver- I read an article, could be wrong, that that live action version spent like almost all of its budget 
on that scene. As it scene. should. Yeah. That's what it I said. Is, it's a centerpiece. It's the crux of that movie. It, right. Yeah. It's what takes that movie from good to spectacular. But also in that movie, I don't know what it's called. The one where she's singing to the Beast about how there's something there she didn't see before. Yeah. I love that song. It's a good song. That's oh, my favorite song cute. out of all of them. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, Frozen, so. Frozen, I like Let It Go. That's the only song I, I think. I think them. Frozen, maybe it's because I'm a musical theater person and Frozen was written by the Lopez's mm-hmm. um, who did, uh, I believe they did like Avenue Q. They helped write Book of Mormon. Um, I just really like their work. Sure. And so I love, I just love the soundtrack. It's okay. just. Very has some very musical theater vibe to me, and I love Adina Menzel and I love Kristen Bell. Yes. Um, Was it the only problem? Yeah, I think so. The only, the seriously only problem I had with Frozen was I'm mad they didn't give Jonathan Groff a song. What was his character? He was Kristoff. No, really? Yeah, the Groff sauce was Kristoff. Are you serious? Yeah. Why would I lie about that? Wow. Yeah. The more you know. I had no idea. Um, okay. So let's let's come to an agreement on our top three best overall Disney princess movies. Okay. I think hands down I, I would say Mulan. Like I'll fight you to the death. Okay. Mulan is at least one or two. Okay. I would put Mulan as two. Okay. Who would you put as one? The Little Mermaid. feel so strongly about her. Okay. I could actually – I would put Aladdin as number one. Okay. I changed my Aladdin answer. number one. Mulan number two. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna fight for Rapunzel to be number three. I loved Tangled as a movie. Uh, that's really hard for me. Who did you who would you put as number three? Hmm. I don't know. Shadow's giving me some strong feedback here. I know Shadow. Rapunzel was one of the best movies. I would put who would I put as number three? Um I guess. I guess Tangled could be up there. Well, think, not, what what would you put? I, I'm open to suggestions. I would put either The Little Mermaid or Beauty and the Beast. I would say Beauty and the Beast. I'll agree with Beauty and the Beast, just based on how iconic it is. I'm not trying to poo-poo Rapunzel or Tangled, rather, by any means. You don't I, know if it's top three worthy? Yeah. I just, for some reason, as a whole, I like... Rapunzel's not my favorite. The music's not my favorite. But as a whole, that movie, I really like. That was liked. a good movie. I really like Flynn Rider. Yeah, he's good. What's the, like, lizard's name? Uh, it's also matter. the P, doesn't it? I have no Pascal. idea. Pascal. He was cute. He was very cute. I have watched the movie several times with my cousin. It's a cute movie. It is cute. I like it. I think I think you're right. I think Beauty and the Beast is more iconic. I, I mean... I will go for Beauty and the Beast over Little Mermaid. Fine. Let's go... That's our top So, three. Aladdin. Mm-hmm. Mulan. Mulan. Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Now, notice we picked all movies in the Renaissance. Interesting. I mean, I love an empowered female. I think it's also when we were most relevant. It was most relevant to us. Aladdin came out literally like six months after I was born. Yeah. So there's not a lot I can do there. Yes. Now, favorite Disney movie of all time, go. Ooh, that's really good All of them. Mine's not Hercules, hands down. The best. (laughs) The best. I'm going to be honest, I forgot about Hercules. When Hercules came out. I made my parents buy me the VHS, and I woke them up every morning at, like, 8 a.m. to watch it. Right. For probably a year. I understand that. Hercules is the best. I think, honestly, mine is probably Aladdin. Okay. That's probably... That's fair. I love the music. Yeah. I love Jasmine. It's I so love good. Aladdin. Aladdin. They're, everything, about Aladdin everything about Aladdin is good. I even like the villain. Like, yeah. I love Jafar, Iago and so Jafar. good. Yeah. 
So, and Rod, oh, she is the best animal. Yeah, Raja. no, everything about Aladdin is on point. Yeah, I think it's definitely Raja and Aladdin. So, if you agree or disagree with us and our picks, let us know. Add us at E for Effort Pod on Twitter. Right. Let us know what you think. Um, yeah, I mean, I think we did a pretty good job. Yeah, I agree. Clearly, this is a topic we know a lot about. <laughs> we can talk about our favorite Disney anything. I mean, it's been over an hour. Sorry, guys. <laughs> sorry. Not sorry. Okay. What's your obsession of the week? My obsession of the week is a dashboard confessional song called Heartbeat Here. <laughs> You're such an emo kid. I know. Exactly. Uh, I heard it on my Alternative Nation playlist on Spotify. Um, so I've been spending so much time listening to podcasts that I don't really listen to music in the car or on walks with Shadow anymore. Yep. So today I was listening to the radio on Alt Nation and I was like, you know what? These songs are good. I should switch back to music. Um, I was a super emo kid, scenester in high school. Uh, went to a lot of warp tours, saw Dashboard Confessional in person. It was great. Um, Shadow just literally burped at that. Sorry. <laughs> um, actually, one of my good friends is working for Dashboard Confessional right now in their sound, uh, which is pretty cool. But um, I don't know. I think it's just been one of those kind of emo weeks, and I needed it. And yeah. I heard that song, and I was I was into it. Um, I actually really want to go to the Vans Warped Tour this summer because it's the last one ever. And um, it was nostalgic. It made me feel good. It made me um, think of some old friends like Rachel and some good times that we had. So it was just it was a good good jam. That's my what I'm obsessed with this week. That's awesome. I love that. I'm also a good. I like me a good emo kid music. Like I like me a good a good ballad, a good jam. Totally. Uh, my pick of the week is this wine called Nineteen Crimes, and um, we Alex finished the bottle. We finished the bottle <laughs> during recording, and um, it's really cool. You download this app, and then you take a picture of the label, and it like tells you whatever like about the person who's on the bottle, and like the crime and like what happened to them and it's really cool and each cork has a different crime on it um and i mean to top it off it tastes pretty good yeah I'm like how much is it it's not more than like 15 bucks no it's like a solid 11 dollar bottle of wine listen an 11 dollar bottle of wine that tastes good yes please yes. an 11 dollar bottle of wine that tastes good and talks to me a hundred percent all day yeah so i just i mean i've had 19 crimes before i've seen it before but i've never been able to like actually listen to the story and it was really really cool um kind of scared me the first time it happened i I screamed i threw my phone down (laughs) um but now i i love it i think it's great and um that's my my obsession of the week all right well thanks for listening this week guys thanks Hopefully you enjoyed it. If you have opinions or thoughts on Disney, let us know. I will. I would literally read things about Disney forever if I could. All day. It's the best. So if you have thoughts and opinions on anything, let us know. Yeah, we're here. We're there. <laughs> we're everywhere. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks, guys. Yeah. Do you want? I'll pretend to be Greg. Oh yeah. So you be you be you be me. Okay. So wait, are we trending yet? Uh. No. Shh.